Disclaimer here. I am not a professional in any way, shape, or form. I am just a living example that wants to share her story and my advice that I have gotten from my professional medical professionals and really just want to be able to connect with people around my age instead of them being terrified to talk to their medical professionals because they are worried about what's going to happen to them. I'm really here for you people. So this podcast is made for you and it's your outlet and it's your support system and it's your advice book, whatever you need. I'm here for you people. Thank you so much for coming back and listening to another episode of Raising Serotonin. I love you. I'm giving you a hug right now. I am squeezing you so tight. Just remember that. So on this week of Raising Serotonin, truthfully, we're just going to really come out with the obvious here and talk about things that are not in most people's comfort zone and don't normally follow themselves because of peer pressure or any of the other things. So as I first mentioned, I'm not a professional on any of these topics. I didn't go to school for this. I literally went to school for sports marketing. Go Sixers, baby. Bend with the three. Oh, that was beautiful. Good job, Benji. But I literally have learned all of these tips and lifestyle practices from living through all of the body image issues, anxiety, eating disorder, depression. Yes, all of it. I've been there. I just wanted to say that this is also why I wanted to start a podcast because this could be so powerful and be sent to so many people who are struggling with any of these issues. And I would love for them to talk to me and be able to hear their story. And I know that it's terrifying to talk to someone because you don't know what they're going to say and they're going to think that your issues aren't important or they're not real, but I promise they're also important and all real. And it's not in your head. It's really, it's a, it's a real thing. It's a chemical imbalance in your brain. When you have depression or anxiety, it seriously is an issue that you have to take on. So One of my main missions in this wonderful life I live is to help raise awareness regarding eating disorders and body images for both male and female. Because I'm not kidding, within the last week, I've talked to two different people, two different males, I should say, about how they think they could possibly have an eating disorder or just eating issues. So we need to stop with the stigma of only girls can have eating disorders. It's Yes, it's proven that more girls than males get eating disorders, but it's not a coincidence that two people talk to me about their eating problems and that I was doing this podcast this week actually too. So I'm going to start off with talking about the waking up to the early morning, early morning skinny. And that is something I will admit to. I definitely felt that way before. I've definitely loved that feeling. I just want to talk about how waking up to that early morning skinny is not right to think about. Like You can feel great, go ahead, but I just want to say that your poof is going to come out. So let's talk about the poof because I have a poof and I don't like it and no one else likes it, but we're going to talk about it. So this part of your girl on girls' bodies you know that we are made to make babies. Whether you are going to have a child or not, you are formed in your mom's stomach. 
and physically raised throughout your many years to have a child, to bear a child, a woman is. So this little part right under your belly button, just like that feels always a little bloated. Yeah, that's supposed to feel that way because that's where all your like fun female organs are that is going to help us produce a baby and make a baby and care for the baby while they're in us. So that's normal, people. It's going to be a little puffy than the rest of your body. And it makes me upset because, like, I definitely, like, still send videos to my friends being like, what the heck? Like, why am I so bloated? Like, make it go away. And it's like, they just tell me it's normal. And then I'm like, okay, I know I'm just being dramatic, but I don't like it. But being a girl, like, you get your period every month, your stomach, your ovaries, and all that fun stuff, like, they're not going to be flat. They can't be flat. It's, like, actually impossible for them to be flat. So you see girls on Instagram and Visco with the abs and the no, none of the poof and stuff, but like, congratulations, they were born that way. It's called genetics. So if you have a poof, embrace it. I'm embrace mine a lot of the time. It's always out ready to play, but like, I'm just serious. Like, you can't compare yourself to like your friends or anyone that you see on social media. But I did that. I never understood why my friends were skinnier than me or didn't have a poof, but no body is ever going to be the same. Like it, that's needs to be drilled into your head as well. You're not going to look at, look at your friends and be like, why don't I look like that? Because you're not going to, you can work out, you can eat the right foods, you can get your body in shape and toned for yourself, but you're not going to look like someone else. Like it's just not going to happen. You're only going to be able to do what your body can do and your body knows when they can do it. So I definitely just want to give you a tip here, though, for that little poof anxiety body image problem that some girls, maybe some guys have if they feel bloated. I found it very, very helpful to drink a lot of water as soon as you wake up in the morning. Uh, That probably sounds crazy, but I don't know. It just makes me feel better, and I definitely feel like refreshed when I do this. You go to the bathroom, and then you pee it all out, and you're good. So that's a little side thing, but what I really want to talk about is peppermint tea. Um, I never liked tea before. I thought it was disgusting, and you know, your palate changes every seven years, and like, I never like really believed that, obviously, but I think it's very, very awesome that your body does that because I probably wouldn't be eating the things that I eat now because I definitely was a horrible eater as a kid, and I'm still not the best at that. But drinking peppermint tea really does the trick. It will de-bloat you and give you more energy. And it also helps with tension headaches, nasal congestion. So peppermint tea is for the win, people. Like, if you don't believe me, go look it up and look at their professional opinion. But seriously, this has helped me so much as, long, as, as well as drinking a lot of, lot of water every single day. And as we all clearly know that the brain controls everything in our body, and when your brain isn't getting the proper fuel, your body is going to follow suit. Again, not an expert, but Dr. Wendy, I'm going to try to say her last name, Suzuki studies the brain, and she's a professor of neuroscience and psychology at NYU, so she's legit, and I trust her. So I listen to her a lot. I read a lot of her stuff. And so she said that the best thing for the brain is aerobic activity. It has the most science behind it. It's the most proven, the most studied. Like, 
let's get it moving. We're going to get our heart rate up because when your heart rate is like getting raised like higher and higher and higher and higher, it is immediate release to the brain to produce neurotransmitters that are making you happy. Literally, example A, raising your serotonin, working out or just having a higher heart rate, getting it up. Maybe if you are chasing your dog around, like that's still raising your heart rate. You're going to get happy. Yeah, because dogs make everyone happy, but like just immediately your brain produces that because of your heart rate. So why not get up, go for a walk, go to the gym, do that? Because that's it's literally easy to do that. I know it's not easy to get out of bed when you're not producing those things, and it's not easy to want to do those things when you're not producing the right neurotransmitters. But seriously, people, if you just try your like I don't even know what I used to do, but I would genuinely just listen to this because I didn't know any of this before. Like I just was depressed and didn't want to care for anything. So with all of that being said, I want everyone to understand how important eating the right foods are and fueling your body with the correct amount of protein, carbs, fat, fruits, veggies, Whatever you specifically need to get through the day, if it's a cup of coffee, if it's a cup of tea, like I have to have coffee now. Like it's just, I get a migraine if I don't. So my brain is really addicted to it and that's probably not the best thing ever, but I also love the taste of coffee and I love the taste of tea. So those are two things that I'm okay with to get me through the day because that is how I have to feel my body now. So I used to be scared of food. Like you wouldn't expect that, but I only ate foods that didn't that didn't blow me or make me feel heavy or anything. But at the end of the day, I wasn't eating anything that was fueling my body correctly. So you're never going to have a successful brain and a fueled up brain if you don't eat what it needs. So like, it kind of sounds like common sense, but I'm serious. If you think about it, like, what do you eat in a day? Like, write it down. Like, think about it. Like, not every day you're going to eat the same thing. Like, that gets boring after a while. But if you eat like different breakfasts and then different lunches and different dinners like once a week like you can flip them and stuff like it's not hard it makes your body happy and it should make you happy so um but back to the whole body image and working out and like looking like the social media girls like Kylie and Stasi like you can't compare yourself to them like a lot of probably like 85 to 95% of girls that have body image issues is blamed because of social media. And I'm not denying that at all. I always was like, why the hell don't I look like that? Like, I want to be skinny and have abs and all this stuff. Like, I am capable of being skinny, quote unquote, skinny, and having abs if I want to go work out and eat the right foods. But most of the time, the people on Instagram have just good genetics and just are made that way. So I can't compare myself to them. And especially like comparing myself to Kylie Jenner, like she's the same age as me, had a baby, and now she looks like this. Like, you know, that's not real. You know, that she has the money to get herself fixed. So, you can't compare your whole entire life story off of Kylie Jenner. I know, like, I love her, and I'm not saying that she's not amazing and like she does work out. Like, I know that, but that wasn't all just from working out. Like, that didn't, it happened in like two days, too. So, you know, that that's not a thing. But it's not like working out isn't always about like looking good. It's really about like building your brain so you can fight depression and anxiety. Negative thoughts are going to pull you down the drain. 
But if we're supporting our bodies and brains the right ways, like we can work against depression and anxiety. If you're just going to the gym for half hour a day, 20 minutes, walking on the treadmill, good job. I'm so freaking proud of you. Go eat a protein bar now. Congrats. Like, let's do this. Like, let's make sure that we're eating fuel now. You have to make sure that you care for your body and your body's going to care for you because your body actually cares. Like, your body knows what's up. Like, your body knows when you need things. Like, you get a headache, you need to drink water. You get a stomach ache, like, we'll figure it out. Like, you, there's multiple different things for multiple different reasons, but your body is in need of, fu- of fuel. Your body is in need of fuel and food and feeling good. So when your brain makes lots of serotonin, your whole body's going to feel good. So, but again, I'm not an expert. I'm just telling you this from a living example that without the gym, I probably wouldn't make it through some days. Like I don't, I feel like I'm at the bottom and then I'm like, all right, you know what? I have to go to the gym. And then I literally go walk on the treadmill. I put on my running playlist, even though I don't run. And I just bop my head and I do my own thing and I don't give a shit what people say or look at me for like, I'm at the gym and I'm trying to feel good about myself and that's what's important. Not there you staring at me because I'm bopping my head to Drake or whatever the heck I'm listening to. But it doesn't matter. Like, that's what's important. It's just you're moving and getting up and trying to make the progress. Like, as long as you're trying, that is all that matters, people. You really just have to try. Try new foods. Yeah, I'm not totally into that, but you can. And if you enjoy something else, I'm so happy for you. I have found some of the foods that I'm comfortable with right now, and that's why it's hard for me to branch out, but I'm still working on it every single day. Again, I'm trying. So if you put in your thoughts into actions, you can make a difference for yourself. And your serotonin is going to raise through the roof, and that is my one goal for you people. So. You know, here we are at the end of the episode. I really appreciate you guys taking the time to listen to this. And if you could rate me five stars on Apple Podcasts and subscribe so you never miss an episode again on Raising Serotonin, you know I will love you and kiss you forever. You're amazing, and I can't wait till next week. Bye, guys.